Girl Podcast, we discuss treatment for immune-mediated thrombocytopenia, or what we'll call ITP, in dogs. Have you ever treated a patient with primary ITP? Did you use steroids alone, or did you use combination therapy with vincristine or human intravenous immunoglobulin, or what we'll call IVIG, from now on? Well, while treatment with immunosuppressive doses of glucocorticoids is the initial treatment of choice, and most patients with that will have platelet recovery within 1 to 15 days of starting treatment, adding treatment with vincristine or IVIG has been shown to shorten platelet recovery time. In some peer-reviewed scientific veterinary prospective studies, dogs with severe ITP treated with prednisone alone versus prednisone and vincristine or prednisone alone versus prednisone and IVIG, both combination therapies resulted in faster increases in platelet numbers and shorter durations of hospitalization. To date, though, there haven't been any studies looking at the efficacy of vincristine versus IVIG as adjunctive treatments. This is important because IVIG is much more expensive, and giving it to your patient is more time-consuming and challenging than giving vincristine. So Baylog and all out of Purdue University and University of Georgia wanted to look at platelet recovery time, duration of hospitalization, transfusion requirements, adverse effects, and long-term outcome in dogs with severe ITP treated with either vincristine or IVIG in addition to standard therapy with glucocorticoids. They defined severe ITP as a platelet count less than 16,000 and no potential causes for secondary ITP. In this prospective randomized study of client-owned dogs with primary ITP, they enrolled 25 dogs into the study, but five ended up being excluded, so a total of 10 dogs were randomly assigned to each group. All of the dogs were treated with glucocorticoids, prednisone at 1.5 to 2 mg per kg orally every 12 hours, or dexamethasone 0.2 to 0.3 mg per kg sub-Q or IV every 24 hours. They were then randomized to receive either IVIG at 0.5 grams per kg intravenously as a CRI over 6 to 12 hours, or vincristine 0.02 mg per kg as an IV bolus. There were no differences in age, sex, weight, initial platelet count, BUN, or other clinical pathologic data between the two groups. Presenting complaints included petechia or ecchymosis in eight dogs, melana in six, oral bleeding in six, lethargy in four, cutaneous bleeding in three, decreased appetite in three, epistaxis in two, hemoptysis in two, hematochesia in two, hematuria in one, vomiting in one, diarrhea in one, coughing in one, and acute blindness due to hyphema in one dog. On admission, The median platelet count for all dogs was 1,000, with a range of 0 to 16,000. 11 dogs were also anemic on presentation. The median platelet recovery time was 2.5 days for both groups, with a median hospitalization time of 5 days for the IVIG group and 4 days for the vincristine group of dogs. 70% of dogs in the IVIG group and 100% of dogs in the vincristine group survived to discharge. Overall, The mean cost of treatment was significantly higher in the IVIG group, $4,108, as compared to the vincristine group at $2,426. This may have been due to the cost of IVIG. 70% of the dogs in the IVIG group 
and 60% of the dogs in the vincristine group received transfusions. Transfusion requirements were not significantly different between these two groups. Rescue protocol was initiated in the study if there was no improvement or change in the platelet count after seven days, of which patients were given the alternative study drug and azathioprine at two mg per kg orally every 24 hours. This was necessary in two dogs that were in the IVIG group. Both of these dogs survived to discharge. At follow-up six months later, almost 53% of the dogs had died, seven out of nine from the IVIG group and three out of 10 from the vincristine group. At one year follow-up, 11 dogs had died, seven out of nine from the IVIG group and four out of 10 from the vincristine group. So what can we take away from this Vet Girl podcast? This study suggests that in dogs with severe ITP, there's no difference in outcome when they're treated with either IVIG or vincristine as an adjunctive treatment in addition to glucocorticoids. Since vincristine is less expensive, more readily available, and easier to administer, it should be used as a first-line therapy with glucocorticoids for the management of severe ITP. While the study was a small prospective, it was well done, and the power to detect a difference among the groups was small, which might be why we didn't see a statistically significant difference in survival to discharge or one-year survival. However, when looking at the long-term outcome in these dogs one year out, it's depressing. Make sure to educate your pet owners on the poor long-term outcome with severe ITP. In conclusion, when treating a dog with severe ITP, and when you're trying to decide between vincristine and IVG as an adjunctive treatment, vincristine is recommended because in addition to being just as effective and easier to give, it's less expensive and more readily available. 